You're listening to the Women as in Art podcast, and I am your host, Leah Schrager. I'm so excited to talk to you. I was just saying that I came across your work on Instagram and I was just like, it's just stunning. It's so beautiful. So I'm really excited to have you on here today. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here. Wonderful. Um, So I'll start just by reading your bio and then we'll get into our discussion. Sewa Atefa. Sorry, did I say it? Can you say it for me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, yes, yeah, Sarah Taper. Okay, okay, great. Uh, is a multidisciplinary artist and musician based on Darug Land, West Sydney, Australia. She creates surreal cyber dreamscapes and heavenly wastelands populated by Afrofuturistic abstractions of self with strong ancestral and contemporary themes. Sewa has collaborated with and been commissioned by clients including Mercedes-Benz, Nike, GQ, Adobe, Paris Hilton, and Charlie XCX. Recent notable achievements include her participation in Sotheby's Natively Digital, a curated NFT auction, and Apotheosis, a live motion capture experience with Soft Center at the Sydney Opera House. You have an awesome resume, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) That's cool. Um, Well, so I'm really curious. I I guess I'm really curious. Well, I'm curious to hear about all of this. (laughs) Maybe start with what? Tell us more about Natively Digital. Yeah, well, Natively Digital was super fun. Um, I I had the um, pleasure of being at two of Sotheby's, I guess, first sort of NFT auctions within like the first year that they started doing that. Um, But Mm -hmm. essentially they just hit me up out of the blue, like um, in March of 2021, I want to say. And um, I was, yeah, I was pretty thrilled. They were just like, do you want to be a part of this NFT group auction? And I was Mm -hmm. like, of course. (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, Initially, I didn't know who was in the show or what was really um, going on apart from my involvement of it, Um, I I guess I should say for the first one. But when I got to see the full artist list and what everybody else had been been making, um, yeah, it really just um, was probably one of the best um, shows I've ever been involved in. Um, There was like a really dope NFT where – where if you buy it and the um, temperature of the planet goes up by like one degree or two degrees, like globally due to climate change, um, the artwork evolves or changes or like destroys itself. And I was just like, I've never seen this sort of stuff before. So yeah, Sotheby's did a really good job in curating it and, you know, all the artists absolutely killed it. So I'm Mm -hmm. super stoked I was a part of that. That is awesome. And when was that? What year was it? This was 2021, so like I think the wow. the the first auction was like June of 2021, and then mm-hmm. I came back and did another one. Um, that was the Paris Hilton collaboration. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say in like November of 2021. Mm-hmm. 
That's incredible. How was that? How was, tell us about the Paris Hilton collaboration. That was sick. That was probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. Um, she literally just like DM me one time, like, and I never have my DMs on my phone, like come through to the lock screen, but I was having like Instagram problems and they're like, just turn on the, the notifications and it should solve it. So it came, like I, the first thing I see when I woke up was like Paris Hilton wants to DM you. <laughs> what's going on and but yeah like she's so sweet she's just like um she emailed me and she was like I really um love your work I want to um I'm curating a sort of section as a part of Sotheby's um and I'd love for you to make a work that shows um female empowerment and I was like that's what I'm always about so no problem and um yeah she just pretty much gave me free reign on like the artwork and what I wanted to do and what I wanted to say so long it was within that um, sort of scope. And, yeah, it sold at Sotheby's and, um, yeah, just another incredible experience. Amazing. That's amazing. It sounds like that. And had you been making work much prior to NFTs or has that been kind of your big entree? Um, yeah, I've been creating uh, digital art since about 2012 or 2013. Right. Um, and I guess around that time too, I was doing a lot of painting. That's, that's one of my paintings in the background that's sort of been sitting there for two years and I'm not even done with the underpainting, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I do, I do a lot of things, but, uh, (laughs) it painting's probably, um, the slowest thing I'm at at the moment, but yeah. Yeah. Um, do you find, well, I'm curious to hear about your process for making the NFTs. Um, is it faster than painting or is it not faster than painting? It's definitely faster, like way faster okay. to do digital okay. work. But then again, I, I've had like um, projects that'll take me literally like 13 months, um, you know, digitally, yeah. but that's usually because somebody's, um, you know, involved like a, like a client or a, collaborator or something and it takes quite a lot longer but um Mm -hmm. yeah but did I answer the question sorry um yeah you did yes you answered yes and then also just like what sort of um like what I'm curious what kind of like there's a lot of different lingo I feel like in this sort of I'm not even sure if it's NFT or AI or even what to properly call it world but I'm curious to hear where you see yourself falling where you find yourself in there um, so I, I guess, yeah, I've always considered myself like a digital artist, like artist yeah. primarily. I think that the tools that you use sometimes don't need to necessarily define who you are. Um, but yeah. yeah, digital artist. Um, and I guess I just, I create NFTs. So mm-hmm. before, um, I found out about NFTs, which was actually in 2020, um, so I guess right before they sort of started nice. to really pick up in the media, um, it, it, well, the reason why I gravitated towards it is because as a digital artist, we never really had a way to sort of sell and trade our work, yeah. you know, all those years, what, like 10 years before that, um, I could never sell my work, like in its original format, it always had to be mm-hmm. printed out or, um, yeah. as sort of like a commission based thing. So we didn't really have a way to, you know, exist, which, you know, monetarily or I guess within the art sort of sector. 
Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so it just made sense to me. It's like everybody else can sell a painting, yeah. can sell, you know, a drawing or whatever. Yeah. Why can't we have a way to sell our work? So that's what made sense to me about it. Um, you know, and then I guess there's also like other perks, like you can have um royalties built into your NFT. Mm-hmm. So whenever that gets sold on, I will get a percentage, which is quite harder to do, you know, with a mm-hmm. painting, like say it you know, you sell it, it's like, it's really hard to sort of chase that up. Um, So yeah, there's just like a bunch of things within NFTs that sort of made Mm -hmm. sense to me as a digital artist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's so exciting. Um, Let me get, I guess, get into my more standard questions. Um, What do you see (laughs) as the biggest challenges and opportunities for women in art now? Oh, that's a great question. Because I guess there's so many, um, you know, both challenges and opportunities, but um, I guess, I guess to be taken seriously, I think is one of the biggest challenges, you know, there's a lot of like, I guess, meme culture, like troll culture around like women in arts, which, um, you know, can be kind of funny when, you know, you're kind of down, but inevitably it does hurt us. Um, You know, the, I, feel like the percentages of women in arts I know that the percentages of women in making nft and digital art is quite low I think it's below 30 percent um and then mm. within that the you know the non-binary people and the trans women mm. and the trans people where do they fall in that it's like less than a percent so wow. you know I think that the challenges to be seen and to be heard and be taken seriously is a big one um and there's, a, I guess, a lot of different ways that you can attack that and um, try to overcome that. But um, what was the other part of the question? Oh, sorry. <laughs> the like... challenge. That was fine. No, no, no. Is it challenges and opportunities? And opportunities. Well, I guess, yeah, like uh, within being, um, you know, I guess society recognizing getting to that point where we've recognized that we've had a lot of challenges as women. Um, You know, there are certain organizations and certain opportunities that we can get now that I feel like we couldn't get maybe say 20, 30, 40 years ago, because um, we're in a lot different of a political landscape, I guess, or a lot different Mm -hmm. of a social landscape. So I think right now is probably the best time that we've ever had, um, you know, throughout history to be a female artist. And, you know, we have the internet and we have a lot of different, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, sort of grassroots galleries. Um, You know, in theory, it isn't that hard to sort of get your artwork out there if you really want to. So, yeah, I guess we can, we can really do Mm -hmm. things um, on our own and be self-sufficient and have build, I guess, smaller networks that can grow into bigger Mm -hmm. networks of um, people that can lift us up in terms of Mm -hmm. artwork and in terms of getting out there. So yeah, it's, it's, um, it's definitely an exciting time to be a female artist. That's cool. And my little discord notification sound just went off in the background and it made me think, it made me think, so are there, is there any particular communities that you're really excited about right now or that have been really important for you? Um, it's funny cause I've never been able to like meet them, but cause I'm, I'm sort of like stuck on this side of the world, which kind of gets hard sometimes. But, um, I've been, I've been involved in this group called wild XYZ, which is, 
um, I don't really know how to explain them. I guess they're sort of like an, a digital art sort of collective and they had me a part of their first season of artists. So every week we would get together like um, on a Wednesday morning or something and um, have these sessions like for an hour and just, you know, talk critically about our art and, and um, talk with other experts about artwork and about, um, you know, web culture and digital arts culture Um and yeah, just share share thoughts about our arts and what we're sort of creating and think thinking critically, which I'd never really done before. It was like a fun school almost. It was like yeah, yeah fun awesome. a fun digital arts school. I was like, I love this. And you know, I've wow. met some really fantastic artists from that. Um so yeah, I, say, I, I loved that for sure. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Is, is it called World yeah. XYZ? Is that what you said? wild so like yeah wild, wild like crazy wild nice. yeah yes. wild xyz yeah cool yeah that's really cool like digital art school in the wild <laughs> it's like the real version yeah yeah it. yeah it was so sick and it like gave me a lot of like practical skills um mm. you know and just different viewports of like looking at my work and looking at other people's mm. work which i've never um thought of before you know I'm self-taught so I I guess I I skipped maybe I potentially skipped some of that (laughs) critical thinking Mm -hmm. in art school that you may get so Mm -hmm. yeah super fun do you feel like that's actually been good for you to be self-taught perhaps or oh definitely definitely like I I don't know I have friends in in art school and it it looks a little bit um full on but (laughs) I don't know I I, I've always been I've always been a big fan of doing things um just doing the work you know I mean just like doing the practical stuff Mm -hmm. rather than um you know thinking about oh and why am I doing this and why am I going to do that and Mm -hmm. what does this part mean it's you know I think that if you if you want to make something um the meaning will sort of flow through you um into Mm -hmm. the artwork um no matter what so yeah and being self-taught I've learned a lot of different you know shortcuts and come up with my own methods that um Mm. probably would have been stifled if I had um read the manuals for for some stuff so coming up with your own ways of doing things can can help you I guess sort of stand out against the crowd totally absolutely and your work totally stands out it's um yeah I guess I'll just say again, it's really stunning. I'm I'm curious how the um how like you mentioned earlier, female empowerment, how that how you feel that shows itself in your work. Um, yeah, so I guess first of all, like I you know, I grew up with two art artists um as parents. Um so I was definitely around a lot of artwork growing up and going to a lot of galleries and stuff and I just never felt like I was seeing, um, you know, strong females, especially black females on gallery walls at all, um, or at least not at the galleries I was going to, you know. Um, and I traveled the world and, you know, been to all kinds of different, um, you know, galleries and museums when I was quite young. So even over there, I never really saw that. So that was a big thing for me, just, you know, to put put us in the artwork to tell those stories. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, you can really 
inspire by or like lead by example so that's that's really how I I try to operate you know do the work um the way you see that you want to have it you know and and I think that'll help inspire other artists to you know really take that path and to shine a light on on females um and our stories um yeah and a lot of art, my artwork has got to do with like goddesses and like goddess energies um you know really transforming us into the the amazing beings that we actually are yeah yeah there's something about the images i feel like yeah they're totally they're almost supernatural but they are both real and supernatural and like in everyday life, like I'll walk around, you know, I'll feel like gross or whatever, but then you look at an image like that, you're like, Oh, it is. That's also me or that's also us. Yeah. That's also who we can be or who we are. Is it who we are? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's a part of us. Like we all have that um, supernatural, you know, higher sort of, being within us that um you know like a, a almost like a superhero within us like mm-hmm. now superman sort of changes yeah from what's his name clark clark or clark something Kent, and he's got the glasses think, yeah something like that like we have our no. both different sides you know you right, just have to right, right. um remember that you know yeah do you feel like are the images are they like a are they modeled on you or are they modeled on us anyone in particular um uh, yeah most of them there's there's definitely one character that's modeled off me she it started out with quite a realistic version of myself and then um it was surprising how easy it was to get a realistic version of myself done in 3d um and that was one of my my first major goals in 3d was how can Mm. i create myself and then i did that and i was like oh you know it's actually kind of boring to have a a carbon copy or like a realistic version of yourself in the computer like you know i have all these tools and i can do whatever i want i can give myself like eight arms if i want and all this crazy stuff like let's just go for it so mm-hmm. i i sort of played around with it and and gave it a bit more of like an anime style like i'm really into like cartoons and um mm-hmm. really extreme forms of illustration so sort of took it that way but yeah, I guess as you read out in my um, bio earlier, I, I call them abstractions or reflections mm-hmm. of self. So they're different mm-hmm. parts of me that, um, mm-hmm. you know, may not look like me, but represent different parts of me or, um, you know, ancestors or different, I guess, mm-hmm. world siblings, I guess, like different, um, you know, different, um, yeah, black people and different people of all over the world. Um, I try to capture, but yeah, but it's primarily, um, myself, I guess I try to, I try to speak for myself and try to, um, speak my own stories as to not (laughs) confuse anybody sometimes, but yeah. 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 That's so cool. What was, I'm curious what the first 3d software is like, what did you start with when you were just getting going? Uh, so I, I was watching youtube like i would always watch the stupidest stuff on youtube and i came off this came up um on this account called it's Kridorf or something and and he would just like i think there's some of his videos still up and he he would have like this sausage with like people arms and like one giant eye or like 
all these onions <laughs> skittling across the floor and like all this stupid shit and I just I just thought to myself I was like hey how can how can this like seemingly I guess like normal dude he doesn't seem like he has any mm-hmm. you know crazy equipment or anything um mm-hmm. you know this was like 2011 2012 or mm-hmm. something so it's not like we had the crazy computers that we had now I was like I wonder what he's doing yeah. so I just typed into google um free 3d software for people mm. animation or something and i, awesome. I clicked on the first one and it was it was daz studio so it's just like this free software it's pretty yeah. primitive um um it's pretty limited and pretty mm. primitive but um i made it work and that was the first thing i sort of played around with <laughs> i still use it to this day i love it that's awesome but, um, yeah that was that was my first that's software. a great story <laughs> yeah. Such a good story. Um, okay. Um, well, we are kind of already touching on this, but I'll revisit it. Where and how do women find agency and empowerment in art? Um, yeah, I guess I guess we kind of touched on it, but I think um, yeah. you know, not being afraid. To, I know it's a big, scary, you know, world, and it's definitely intimidating, especially the art world, but not being afraid to step out there and, and show who you really are and be authentic mm-hmm. um, in your artwork um, and be authentic in your message. There's definitely going to be somewhere, somewhere, um, somewhere, someone somewhere out there that'll, you know, resonate with that and that'll, you know, want to help lift you up too. So I think definitely mm-hmm. being authentic and um, yeah, being true to yourself and your, your artwork, it'll, mm-hmm. it'll definitely pay off and, um, you know, try to, gravitate towards like-minded individuals that are, that can help you um, and that you can get inspiration from. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. Um, how has the place of women in and or as art changed over time and across different media? Oh, can you repeat that? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, it's a, there's a, I don't even know how, I have no idea how I would answer this question. It's a big question, but how (laughs) has the place, how has the place of women in and or as art changed over time and across different media? Oh, I'm not sure. I think, I think we kind of did touch on this a little bit, but like, I feel like we're in the best place that we've ever been. Women, you know, as or in art, we definitely are in the best place that we've ever been, um, mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm very thankful for the, the spot that we're in now. You know, comp- like I definitely wouldn't be able to make the art that I'm making, you know, 60 years ago. Like there yeah. would be governmental repercussions, you know. <laughs> um, but I think, I think now we're in um, – we're in a pretty good place. I feel like back in the mm-hmm. Renaissance days, we, we might've been um, in a good place too. You know, women were definitely celebrated in art um, mm-hmm. during the, the Renaissance. I think, I hope this answers the question, but yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. I think, I, I mean, I personally take a lot of inspiration from that sort of era um, of artwork and that era of thinking. Um, it's yeah. I just had, that was probably the only time that I'd seen seen women um, depicted in, you know, natural forms, which is very important. Um, mm. There wasn't any sort of like 
um, unrealistic body standards and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, women were always sort of celebrated um, within those times. You know, they were shown Mm -hmm. in in a pretty positive light. So, yeah, I think those Mm -hmm. are the two times that it's kind of been, yeah. The celebration, yeah, the celebration of women. It does feel like we're there. It does feel like we're there again in in some people's work, which is very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think we still have a long way to go, but um, we're definitely definitely at a good spot. And I think we, yeah, we can definitely do better. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, What, on that topic, what is your take on the relationship between feminism and art? I think it's definitely very important. Um, I think you can take it further if that's something that you feel super strongly about, you know, um, there's artists whose only core message is, you know, to deal with feminism and, um, you know, those sorts of topics, which, you know, more power to them. Um, but I think it's important for every artist to sort of take that into account and, you know, observe where they're at, um, you know, the methods that they're using to, you know, sort of get their artwork out there, which, you know, whether that's the galleries that they're working with, are they working with galleries that have female employees or, you know, are run by females, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't sometimes see that that often, which is quite awful. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, this is kind of unrelated, but I was in the music industry for a long time too. And, I was often the only female on the entire bill or like the Mm -hmm. entire, even going a step backwards, you know, the back line or the, the management, there'd be no women. (laughs) So it got to the point where I really was like, you know, I don't want to deal with any shows where I'm the only female on there because it's just not Mm -hmm. right. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think we all have sort of some Mm -hmm. responsibility to look at holistically who are we working with, who are we producing art for, who's at the shows, who's putting this on, how can we actually put feminism into practice as an artist? Yeah. Yeah. How have you, do you feel that your experience in music has informed your art? Definitely, definitely. So I was um, doing, I did like decolonial or like anti-colonial sort of death metal music um which wow. really highlighted um really like highlighted and um spotlighted the indigenous peoples of um australia and their struggles and we really put a focus on that um within the lyrics and within mm-hmm. you know i felt like within the the song structure and the the, the song writing mm-hmm. um so yeah i think that sort of um you know anti-colonial focus on indigenous focus on black people sort of message that I had in my music has Mm -hmm. definitely carried over into my artwork. You know, my artwork, Mm -hmm. I consider it to be Afro-futuristic. So Mm -hmm. um, putting a positive spin on Afro and black cultures, which Mm -hmm. I think is super important because as time goes on and as we move further and further into this digital realm, um, Mm we have uh, a threat of sort of losing our culture um, if we don't mm. sort of preserve our culture mm. within the new mediums of, of um, yeah, arts and, and, yeah. and culture. So, yeah, I think it's very important to um, pass on that culture and, and 
transform uh-huh. it into something fun and fun and exciting. So yeah. Yeah, that's totally true. Do do you feel that as you're presenting your work that you are like can't you said you're earlier earlier that people are supporting you in, in showing that that they're like, yes, we want to show this, like like well, I guess Sotheby's saying we want to show this. Do you feel supported in creating that kind of art? Yeah, yeah, I definitely do. At, yeah. at first I didn't, like the, yeah. the first 10 or so, I, I don't know, the first like yeah. quite couple of years were quite rough and um, um, yeah. digital arts definitely wasn't taken seriously, um, I guess, in the 2010s um, at all, which is unfortunate. But then again, I guess it was a, a new medium and, and anything new can be mm-hmm. scary. So um mm-hmm. yeah definitely when the pandemic hit strangely is when I feel like people mm. started to take me seriously and people started to show me mm. um I guess a bit more support which is which is cool like I managed to have a pretty good um pandemic experience which uh-huh. definitely not a lot of people can say and I, I'm definitely grateful <laughs> for that but um yeah um yeah definitely I'm seeing a lot more support nowadays which is sick and I'm seeing a lot more support for, um, great. you know, black artists and female artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's interesting. I do feel like the pandemic was a time when like, like a lot of the digital, I mean, it was so, cause we couldn't be in person. I mean, this is obvious to say, but we couldn't be in person. So people are online. So it definitely was a time of like finding co- communities. I feel like online, um, totally and that's, totally yeah yeah and especially for like international or or like you know not all being in the same country or the same city even I do feel like even now there's a lot more openness towards um including people like via zoom or via whatever to to be a part of something which is great for digital artists yeah. yeah it definitely brought through a lot of opportunities for a lot of people I think um you know, yeah. suddenly those borders and those boundaries weren't really there. You know, yeah. it didn't really matter if I was in yeah. Australia and you were in um, Arizona. Yeah. Like, it it didn't matter yeah. at all. Um, yeah, and I think it's also, on another note, has really given um, accessibility a, a, mm-hmm. a platform or, or um, highlighted the fact that a lot of things weren't actually accessible, like mm-hmm. um, in terms of galleries, in terms of shows, mm-hmm. um, a lot of things. They just weren't accessible for yeah. people um, you know, with disabilities or um, mm-hmm. people, yeah, it's just, uh, I guess, people that have, um, I guess, more physical um, and health challenges, they, they can't access mm-hmm. the things that perhaps you and I can't, can. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the internet and um, all these digital spaces has really given them some sort of agency and has helped them feel included, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which they should, and yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. brought through a um, bit more conversation for people who need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Um, next question: Can a woman just be art? Oh, for sure, hundred percent, like <laughs> thousand percent. I don't think there's any question <laughs> about that. For sure, I don't even know how to expand on it. It's just yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is there anybody who comes to mind for you when you think of that question? Oh, man. Um, 
probably Rihanna. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just her whole life is like an art project, I feel like. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's – do you feel that way about yourself? I think so. I think so. I feel like every single asset of my life I try to um, think of it as as art or as – you know, how can I sort of take this and feed it through, I guess, more of my visual arts or more of my, um, mm-hmm. you know, musicianship. So definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, I guess on the same topic, are, could you please name some other artists that you're really excited about and why? Oh, um, I'm really into Zach Krebitz's work um did they've been sort of like a friend of mine for a while but they've been I feel like really experimenting with AI in ways that um have really inspired me um who else I do you mean just like up-and-coming artists or like just anybody whatever any either both Mm. both Yeah, well, I feel like if you just scroll through my Twitter, like follow mm-hmm. following, and my Instagram following, just everybody there's bomb. Like every day, I'm like following new people. I feel like nice the NFT and like the Web three space has just like opened my eyes to like thousands and thousands and thousands mm-hmm. of new artists that I just never mm-hmm. knew existed, and it's just really, I don't know, it's just really like shocked me. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But I guess like artists in the similar vein as me, Lava Baby, who who whose real mm. name is Emma Stern, really comes to mind. Mm. Um, her painting is absolutely out of this world. Um, mm. I'm always thinking to myself, I've got to buy one as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's definitely a big a big um, inspo for sure. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, there is something really fun about Twitter to like just see, and then like what Twitter suggests that you follow, right? And you're yeah, just like, what are like where did this all come from? <laughs> How do all these literally? Yeah, it's, it's like pretty amazing. It's wild. It's absolutely crazy. What would you advise to a new artist who wanted to get into? Sorry, do you consider it AI or is it like NFT? How how, how do you differentiate? Or so, uh, your work. And it, so an AI could be uh, so AI is by using artificial intelligence. So yeah. I don't I don't use don't do I don't that. use artificial uh, okay. intelligence. Okay. Like, I, I have used it. I have used it just to like play around with it, but it's never yeah. been like okay. put out there as as my work. So I use three D softwares like I um yeah to like how they would do i always like explain it to people like um how they make like pixar movies and disney movies mm-hmm. i use the same sort of software so mm-hmm. um yeah it's mm-hmm. like a big game and then mm-hmm. i then i like yeah. render out a sill yeah that's cool um and then so what would you recommend to someone who wanted to get started in the nft space what would you recommend um, they yeah, do to get just- started definitely just be yourself. Like I, it sounds so corny, but like mm-hmm. if you be yourself and be authentic in who you are and your mm-hmm. artwork, um, just show your authentic yeah. 
sculpt through your artwork, somebody out there is going to mm. love it. Like mm-hmm. you'd be surprised at what I see, mm. you know, selling and, and what I see doing <laughs> well. And I can see why, because, because the person's being themselves and they're, mm. they're not trying to be, um, they're not trying to fit into this mold of like what you expect NFT artwork to be or what you expect digital artwork to be. They've, they've um, done what they wanted to do and they put it out there and it always comes back to you. So definitely mm. be yourself as a first thing. And um, yeah, just, I think one of the big things about NFTs is community and um, you know, just overall generally being a nice person in the community yeah. and, um, reaching out and talking to people like that's definitely uh-huh. a big thing. Um, building building a strong community and you know mm-hmm. um, interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and are there any? So yeah, sorry, just, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, no, you're right. Go on. No, no, no. Yeah, that's that's it. No, that, that was so lovely. Um, I was just going to ask, are there any, you mentioned the one community from like when you just got started. Are there any that like now you really like or? come to mind uh, as exciting that, places. Um, are there any communities now that you really like or you see as exciting places? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm in some strange like group chats <laughs> in, in Instagram and stuff, which, which have like 250 people, but I, I kind of love it. Like just checking once a day and just, being bombarded with messages, but I kind of love it. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Like just finding, I don't know. I guess it's different for everybody's niche, like Mm -hmm. where you're going to find that community. So I don't know if I can Mm -hmm. say as generally, but yeah, definitely speaking to people on Twitter, um, Mm -hmm. being involved in like the Twitter spaces. I don't know Mm -hmm. if they're still around, but Elon Elon Musk is always doing something to Twitter. Um, but yes, yeah, Twitter Spaces and just like Clubhouse was a really big thing. Yeah, that's right. how I um, made quite a lot of friends, like um, mm. good friends that I still speak to now um, mm. through Clubhouse. But yeah, just reaching out. You know, it's the mm. internet. It's 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 supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be you know easygoing. You know, Discord, mm. like mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. You know, you can definitely find a community wherever you um, sort of feel comfortable. I guess. And uh, yeah, totally. And was, so was the sort of, I don't know if there's an overall perspective on it, but would you say that the NFT community was overall excited about Elon Musk taking over or not? I don't think they were. I don't, they oh. don't seem to really like him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think, I think everybody was like generally quite happy with Twitter from what I can yeah. see, but now it's just become like, you have to pay to sort of put your, you know, to get a reach in, Twitter which is quite sad um Mm -hmm. Twitter was really it was definitely quite grassroots for artists that you know didn't have a lot of money a lot of you know a lot of the people in NFTs are um people I guess in third world countries you know air quotes Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. whatever that arbitrary sort of word (laughs) is supposed to mean but you know that these these are people that didn't quite come up with um you know that much money or you know Mm -hmm. that many opportunities and they've come up with a way to um get their artwork out there and also make a bit of cash too which i think is so sick Mm -hmm. it's you know it's so punk rock to me oh yeah it totally is because it's like i mean at least when it's well it's sort of done outside of a gallery which is totally 
totally yeah. punk rock. I mean, it can be done with a gallery, exactly. but also being outside the gallery. Um, um, yeah. Are there any new Are there any new platforms that people are going to because they're annoyed at Twitter or not really? I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Okay. I, I feel like um, yeah, yeah. I feel like everybody's just sort of having to accept it at the moment, which is yeah. kind of sad. Um, I guess they they might be going over to TikTok or going back to mm-hmm. Instagram, but I'm not I'm not mm-hmm. totally sure. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do. It's kind of like as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, why don't why? I remember there was a NFT uh, social network. I can't remember what it was called. But like, you would think that like, yeah, okay. You would think that something like that would take off, but it kind of doesn't seem like there's one that's become essential. Yeah, I know. It's like Uh, I feel like there's there's plenty of options out there, but. I think now in 2023, it's so hard to like kickstart a brand new um, social media. I feel like everybody's like slightly in a way kind of sick of social media. So we don't really (laughs) want to push through and like create a whole new presence on another one. Um, (laughs) But perhaps like five, six years ago, it would have been easy as like get, get an NFT social platform going, but now we're all just right. like, I don't really want to make yeah. profile. Right. Another profile. <laughs> totally. And try to keep track yeah. of all the info. It's yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm struggling. And so I'm is there anything, on, like, anything else? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else that you'd like to throw out there that you'd like to add that you'd like to say? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I'm I'm not sure. I think yeah. I I think I covered most of it. Just you know, be yourself mm-hmm. and um, be authentic mm-hmm. in your work because there's definitely somebody out there that's that's willing to you know lift you up too. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, thank you so much. It's so awesome to speak to you. I feel like I'm kind of starstruck. So I'm like, I get a talk to the artist behind those beautiful images so um oh thank you really cool and you're awesome so thank you um okay well i'll be in touch online and thank you again so much for coming on thank you so much for having me it's been great to meet you legend great to meet you great to meet you okay have a great rest of your day (laughs) bye all right bye This has been the Women as an Art podcast hosted by me, Leah Schrager. Please visit womenasanart.com for more information and to find us on socials. Thanks.